When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome everybody to the 15th episode of Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben Secord. It is Friday, May 20th, 2016. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. With me, as always, is your co-host, Brandon H. You had me at hello. You complete me. (laughs) There, I said a line this time. Yes, Um, you did. Yes, you did. Got some rom-com today. Yes, we did. Hey, 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 my friend, what do we got on deck today? Oh, <laughs> man, am I glad you asked me that, because today we're going to talk about some Captain America box office news, uh, some casting in the Black Panther movie. We got a lot of uh, X-Men talks, some new news about the Transformers movie, a Tetris movie coming out, <laughs> some... Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence in a uh, Ocean's Eleven reboot, Nice Guys review, and a whole lot more. So sit back and relax. Let's talk some movies. All right, that's a big list today. It is a big list today. If you could actually see our set list, you'd be amazed right now. Absolutely. But as always, we kick off the show with the box office results from this past weekend, May 13th through the 15th um again uh we had i'm trying to see what week it's on okay it was only the second week but still captain america number one 72.6 million we had jungle book at number two holy crap yeah 17.1 million in its fifth week uh number three money monster with 14.7 million Gotten uh, the darkness at number four with four point nine million, and Mother's Day coming, rounding out the top five, coming in at three point two million. Happy Mother's Day! (laughs) That's right. Um, Yeah, yeah, Captain America seventy two million, and just as you know, remarkable. Got Jungle Book sitting up there. Two Disney movies. Uh, what, anything stand out to you? I mean, I think we both pretty much called that last week, that Captain America Jungle Book. We felt they were going to be number one and two. No, I'm not really shocked there at all, actually. Um, like I said, man, that's a bad problem to have. I feel like they're cutting into each other's money, but really, I don't yeah, think Disney's complaining whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. If you're not going to see this movie, say, hey, see this other movie we have out right now. But yeah, Jungle Book, fifth week. Man, that's, I feel like that came out. Like eight weeks ago, but yeah, yeah it's I mean, fifth week. I still but, remember your review. I mean, yeah. I felt like that's been a while, but yeah, <laughs> time does fly. But yeah, and then uh, yeah, darkness got in the top five. There, people love their horror movies. But yeah, Money Monster did pretty strong in its first week, fourteen point seven million. I know you saw that. So, what you said about the movie, it's not too surprising then that people went and saw it. So, um, but yeah, speaking of box office, our kind of rolls into our first news story 
Um, that marks uh, <laughs> Captain America's Civil War at the highest grossing movie of the year so far yeah. worldwide with $940 million. Um, and also puts Marvel Studios or, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies uh, at the 10 billion mark since 2008. Holy moly. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's some franchise they got going on right now. What, you got something? No, I was just going to, I was going to chip in. I think Disney acquired it for what? 4 billion. Is that what it was? Yeah, some, I think some so. Kind of yeah, crazy number. But think about it; they've already made ten billion. Yeah, I'm just looking at some stats right here. Um, ten billion dollars. It is no other franchise can lay claim to that that tops out Harry Potter, James Bond, and even Star Wars. It says right now, <laughs> and that's just in eight years. So yeah. think about that. That's absolutely amazing for just eight years of movies. Ten billion dollars. That definitely made their profit back. Um, Three out of the four movies, which will soon be four, because Captain America will cross one billion. Uh, so that's going to be four movies from Marvel. They're going to cross the one billion mark. Um, only three movies, and they were all from Phase One, earned less than five hundred million. So there hasn't technically ever been a flop yet no. from Marvel Studios. So I mean, if you just think about it, just those stats alone, I mean, wow. I mean, yeah, and even one of the you know lesser of the you know critically acclaimed movies you know you got iron man 3 at number three i mean not everyone loved that but still made 1.2 billion (laughs) you know you can't deny their marketing and their you know whatever they're doing over there at disney marvel they just know how to make the money right now it's insane i mean and even civil war i mean i know we're only in may but Already the highest grossing movie in its second week um, of 2016. Um, I mean, do you see any other movie coming out this year that'll beat it out? I mean, I mean, I guess you got a shot with Star Wars, yeah, Rogue One. Um, Doctor Strange is not going to top that out. Um, I just think it's not going to yeah. surpass Civil War. It's just not enough name recognition. Um, Star Wars? I mean, yeah, I think that's the only one that has a legit shot. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I think Star Wars is the only contender right now to knock off Civil War for this year. I mean, either way, uh, Rogue One's going to be a great movie, but that's going to be two weeks. I mean, this is just mind-boggling. I'm looking down the list of like all the Marvel movies. Just in two weeks, it's already at $940 million. That's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, before it's said and done, dude, it could top... I don't know if you think it will catch up to Avengers. Uh... Let's see. It's at one point five. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's only in its second week, and it's almost at a billion. I mean, I it, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it did. I mean, it's yeah, it's totally possible. So uh, that would be insane. I mean, I I think it should. It's definitely yeah. the best comic book movie so far this year. I mean, we don't have too many to choose from, but. Still, I mean, that's saying a lot that it's almost at a billion dollars yeah. in its second week. So You know, I didn't even realize Guardians of the Galaxy was number five all-time on Marvel's list. I movies. know. That's crazy. Dude, yeah, that movie took everybody by surprise. And then, yeah, I mean, it shows by its box office. And, well, I just realized that it looks like it was still, was it under Paramount at one point? I see Paramount. 
You're talking for who? The studio. They had see Iron Man and Iron Man Two. Like you got the BB. That was before. That was before Disney bought the oh, okay. rights over from uh, or, oh, okay. wherever they got them from. But yeah, because you even got Hulk under Universal. I see what you're saying. Captain America was under Paramount originally. Yep. So I can't even think what, what what's Disney's Buena Vista. Buena Vista. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So yes, sir. So yeah, interesting stuff. I I love me some statistics. But, uh, but yeah, good stuff. All right. So what uh, what else do we got on on the list today? Well, uh, continuing to roll down that Marvel train. Uh, big news announced for the Black Panther movie. Huge news. Uh, looks like old Michael B. Jordan. Some of you guys might know him from the horrible rendition of Fantastic Four. <laughs> when I say horrible, I mean don't ever watch it. Uh, I would rather watch Captain America. The first, the first one, one over Fantastic Four reboot. <laughs> so you know how struggling but, I feel about that. Yeah, I mean, but that kind of goes to sh- that's kind of telling it how you really I feel about the first Captain America movie, the Wolverine Origins movie. Wow, <laughs> I don't even know. It's a close tie. <laughs> uh, well, good news, great news actually for the cast. Michael B. Jordan, like I said, Fantastic Four. Uh, he's been in a couple other movies. Um, I can't think off the top of my head right now, but Creed, the Creed, yeah. Creed yep. reunites with the director uh, from Creed, who's directing the Black Panther movie. Uh, that's some huge, huge star power for that movie. Um, and it's just funny, jumping franchises again, Chris Evans was a Fantastic Four, transitioned over to a Marvel movie, Michael B. Jordan doing the same thing. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. No, nah, it's it's great. I mean, obviously, he's very familiar with the director. Not only were they, they worked together in Creed, also with... Uh, Fruitvale Station, which mm-hmm. he was great in. I, I can't remember if he got nominated for an Oscar. I know he at least got nominated for like a Golden Globe or something, but great performance in that. So obviously Coogler knows how to use him. Uh, I mean, besides Fantastic Four, which, I mean, he wasn't terrible in. You know, it's just the, it was a terrible movie all yeah. around. Uh, you know, he really hasn't had a bad performance. So it's great. I'm glad he's part of this universe we have here. Um, and, uh, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> all right. Okay. You heard it. Um, I was trying to look up if he had, uh, if he was nominated for So an w- the rumor is he's going to be playing uh, one of the villains in the movie. Uh, I don't think he's ever really played a bad guy that I can remember. Um, should be interesting to see his take on that. It'll be a, a different little outlook for him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd like to see his range, you know, what he has in his acting chops. So, yeah, it should be very interesting. I'm glad to see he's part of this, especially, like I said, with the director he's already worked with. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm happy with this. Definitely, definitely buy this. Um, but yeah, I mean, don't we have more stuff along oh, the lines yeah, of we, Black Panther? We, we, <laughs> hold your horses he, there, pal. Yeah, by the way, he was not nominated for an Oscar. I don't know why oh. I thought that. I think he was nominated for something. But anyways, go on. Maybe Friday Night Lights. Maybe he got a TV thing. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up as I go right now. <laughs> he was good in Friday Night Lights. People, if you haven't seen that TV series, it was pretty decent. Um, still more Black Panther news. Kevin Feige confirms Black Panther cast will be 90% black. Um, the reason why this is coming kind of such a big deal right now, um, a lot of people are having a problem with one of the things from Doctor Strange. Um, Uma, no, why not Uma Thurman? No. Um, Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Yep. She is playing, um, I don't even know the guy's name, but she's playing an Asian character. The ancient one. The ancient one, an Asian character typically in the, portrayed in the comics. So a lot of, pe- a lot of people are 
after Marvel for whitewashing, they call it, and when you do that. But um, so Feige said he's this is a huge step for Marvel, um, and he said it's time. It's a step for Marvel. It took many years ago in the comics as well, and it feels more uh, right now than ever to do this. So um, he said that this will also be the best that they can assemble, and it will be ninety percent. I already said ninety percent of the cast will be either African or African American. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, if you think about it, it's in Africa. Right. It's Wakanda. Um. I mean, I don't really. I mean, just besides yeah, I mean, being accurate to the comics, it's being geographically accurate. You know, I mean, I, it, no surprise at all. I mean, it's. What do you think? No, I'm, I'm completely agree with you 100 percent on this. We're just staring at each other, all <laughs> no. weird like. But um, I mean, really, if you think about it, who, who could show up? I guess you got. I mean, as far as uh, white actors, you obviously Winter Soldier's there. Yeah, you, you got to um, think. That he's going to come into play somewhat. Uh, Josh Freeman was that his name? Spoiler alert! By the way, <laughs> we didn't have the spoiler. We didn't even have the spoiler sound. Sorry, we didn't even drop it on you guys. We apologize. Hopefully, you've seen Civil War oh, well, right now. Another spoiler: Josh Freeman was that his name or Martin Free? I don't know. Josh Freeman, yeah, quarterback for the uh, no, Tampa, not Bay for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Uh, the the director that was in charge of interrogating everybody. Oh, um, are you thinking of the actor? The actor. Oh my goodness, I can't. He was in. Anyways, Sherlock. That, you know, yeah, that actor <laughs> could make an appearance. Da- and um, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman, and then also obviously Andy Circus. Yeah, Andy Circus has Claw. Claw. Yeah, uh, Ulysses Claw. So that makes sense for those guys to show up. You know, you can also have uh, guest appearance by other Avengers, which is very possible because we'll be in the middle of. Infinity Wars at that point, okay, yeah, in between that first movie. So yeah, I mean, when they say ninety percent African American, I hope they don't just mean extras. You know, there's going to be you know yeah. just everyone around. But yeah, I mean, obviously, because I hear, I don't know if we broke this news yet, but Lupita Nyong'o is in talks we, for a role, or was she cast yet? I don't or? know. If she was cast. I know we were, we touched on it last week. I believe that okay. she was in talks uh, yeah. to be in the movie. So I mean, like I said, that's another. You know who else I've just read. Uh, Breaking news, kind of. Um, the guy from Star Wars, the other guy. Who's, oh, uh, uh, Finn. Finn, really? Possibly John Boyega having some kind of role in the movie. Wow, so they're just pulling everybody. Every black person they can find out's an actor. Denzel Washington, <laughs> <laughs> Danny Glover. Let's get some Will Smith. Let's. Uh, why doesn't uh, Spike Lee come in uh, guest director? Uh, Danny next. Glover. We're getting too old for this. You know? <laughs> but hey, you know, as long as they do it right, you know, they yeah, don't just stuff it in just to have them in there. But um, yeah, I'm. Good news, Marvel. Give yourselves a pat on the back. Good job. They'll probably have some Prince songs in there now too. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> My favorite song, Raspberry Buffet. Oh wow! Yeah, I'll hit you guys up with that. Um, yeah, I mean, so as far as that goes, um, look for Black Panther out in theaters February sixteenth, twenty eighteen. Man, still almost. I know. A little, a little less than two years yeah. now, but man crazy because yeah that, that was supposed to come out in 2017 and then they got pushed, pushed back and because spider-man but oh well, well we'll be getting it at least we have a couple of years left of good movies to look forward to um but uh all right what's uh what's next on the old news the old desk? news the old news we could actually probably put this in the cutting room floor but hey hey uh we've talked about this a lot so long as i kept it in the main stories Inhumans, uh, it's still happening. They didn't cancel it. Kevin Feige confirms it's not going to be in Phase 3, but don't worry. They're still going to use the movie. A lot of characters that he likes and um, he loves. Good storylines from there, so 
thoughts on that? You know, we keep talking about the beefing between Marvel Studios and Marvel TV right. side. What do, you, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I even called this when we broke the news that Inhumans was... I shouldn't say we broke the news, but you know what I mean. When we talked about it in the show. Yeah. Um, I think I called it that I, I think it eventually will happen, but, you know, just obviously wasn't going to happen as soon as we thought. But, uh, but, yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all, so... I mean, what do you think? No, I mean, I think I remember you talking about that. Yeah, no, the only reason I was so taken back by it, because they actually had announced it yeah. with the movie slates. They had their own little yeah. picture thing for it and everything up. So when I when I started hearing the rumblings between the TV and the movie department, which has been happening, you always hear that happening, I really didn't think the movie was going to happen. I thought it was going to be just a, like one of those, hey, in your face, not happening. Um, but no, I'm, I'm happy. You got to have something to kind of replace the X-Men factor in the... Yeah, MCU. So. Well, well, yeah. When they, f- this just goes to show that nothing's set in stone here. I mean, because when they first uh, released the uh, schedule for Phase Three, like it's if you look at it, then I think it was like October 2014 mm-hmm. when they announced all the whole schedule. If you look at it then and now you look at it, like it's totally different. I mean, you got Black Panthers at a different date. You got Spider Man is in there now. I think Thor um, moved. Thor moved. You know, um, so. And then now Avengers Infinity War, I guess it's not even going to be called that. So it's definitely interesting. And even, you know, it was a quick change, but Ant-Man, I think, was part of, was it part of Phase 3 technically, or was it going to be Phase But anyways, if you look at it, <laughs> how it looked in October 2014, totally different now. But again, it doesn't surprise me that they're saying that it will happen, just not yet. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> He's... Having convulsions over here. What's going on? Uh, I, no, you're absolutely yeah. right. Like I, I can't really argue with that comment. I was trying to find something to just start arguing with you about, but uh, that didn't work. So thanks, man. You nailed that one on the head. Appreciate that, man. Yes, yes. You are welcome, sir. What do we got next? Well, you know, we've talked about this too. These are stories that now they're starting to get more ground. Um, X Force. It's a lot further along in production than we thought. Um, looks like they've already been working on a script. They're as far as even saying how to replace Wolverine, as we talked about before. Hugh Jackman's about to hang up them claws. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're looking for ways to replace them, maybe with another actor, but we touched on it before. Um, introducing a female Wolverine, X-23. Yeah. Um, letting her actually be one of the leads in the X-Force movie, so... Interesting take. Um, X-23 was the female version of Wolverine, Wolverine in the comics. Two claws, not three. Right. Not one doesn't pop out of her butt either. <laughs> so, Man, I, I could have swear I was right on that. But uh, nope. They should make that a superhero. Someone a that, claw that pops out of their yeah. butt? How? I mean, what, 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 how are they going to just jump out yeah, of the Yeah, sit on people. I don't, I, they can okay. just sit. Sit All down. Right. Don't grind on them in the club, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, it's, you know, a lot of stuff after Deadpool success, they're a lot of stuff over there at um, Fox. Uh, they're changing pace on different things. Uh, I mean, we'll touch on that a little bit later, but yeah, I mean, interesting. Interesting. X-23 is the new lead Wolverine. So they're yeah. replacing the actor? I, I mean, mean, I guess it's a way... To, I don't know. Yeah, it's just... I mean, we'll touch on this later, but yeah, just... They're really going for, you know, female-led movies. You know, everything female. I mean, I don't maybe, you know... Ten years ago, I would have been a little air, you know. I don't want arrogance, not the right word, but a little ignorant on it, and 
kind of, I don't know. Are you telling me you're a sexist, sir? Ten years ago, I was a different person. I wouldn't say I was sexist, but let's... So you probably would thrive in the West. No, I'm just saying I would have been like, why do they got to have girls? Really, it just... I was stupid, but what do I see? Ever since I saw Daisy Ridley as Rey in Star Wars, I'm totally fine with female heroes and female everything. Let's let's make Indiana Jones female for all I care. I I think I think we can all enjoy I it. I just I just had a vision of you popping up <laughs> with a picket protesting women's rights and the third, third woman liberation bed on the side oh, like no man. no. Wow, I kind of dug myself a hole there. Didn't I? <laughs> wow, you should be in a Wild West time. Yeah, oh, okay. Hey, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to better myself, and I'm I'm not afraid to, you know, admit my faults in the well, past. Well, let me tell you something. I love women. Oh wow. Oh, but anywho, I love women too. Hey, I have a wife and a daughter, and a mother, and a sister, and an aunt. So. You know, I have all those things. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do? Uh, you also have a black friend, too, I guess. You get to yeah, exactly. Too, right? Wow. Hey, I, I, I was careful around the whole black thing, so, oh, you know. Oh, boy. 90%. Hey, 90%. Let's do it. I <laughs> like this. This is what Hollywood needs. More black female-led movies. <laughs> There's sweat pouring down his face as he's doing it. As soon as I busted out the story for Black Panther, he started sweating like, oh, God. Oh. Uh, I'm biting uh, my tongue. My tongue is bleeding now. Oh, my God. Well, while we're still at the X-Men pace, um, <laughs> Mr. Singer weighs on the possible. Brian Singer, the director of X-Men, he basically brought X-Men to the big screen back in 2000. Correct, sir. Absolutely correct. Sorry. Um, no, actually, thanks for chiming in because I wouldn't even <laughs> have thought to say that. Um, well, so far, the X-Men movies, we know this covered Magneto. Check. Weapon X program. Check. Sentinels. Check. Now Apocalypse. Check. So All what things that happen in the comics that comics are happened in the, in movies, the movies now. Yeah. Um, so what avenue could they go? You know, um, Mr. Sinister, possibly. Uh, but Mr. Singer says he would love to take the X-Men universe to space. Interesting. Uh, we know that they made the weak attempt at the Dark Phoenix saga and X-Men United. Horrible attempt. Um, with everything being redone now, uh, he would. He said he's a big fan of Star Trek, big fan of Star Wars, and that would be awesome to do visually. Um, what are your thoughts? Should they take it? Outer space? Sure. I mean, they got to do something. I mean, how much further can they really go with this without rebooting the whole you know, franchise, the whole story? I think it's great. I mean... I, Especially, I mean, does uh, X Men have any dealings with Galactus at all ever? Because could they couldn't they go down that road? Because Fox has Fox Galactus and rights. stuff. Yeah, um, I don't know if they did. That's mostly uh, yeah, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Batty, but he's I know the Avengers. I just fought him. yeah, I just don't know what they could do. Like I don't know much about the, the comics in that aspect, so I don't know what they could do. But I'm yeah, uh, down for it, definitely. Look at Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, nobody knew about that. It's a space movie, basically. Uh, Star Wars kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. So, I let's do it. Let's go to space. Let's let's go to space. Put that said. astronaut outfit on and Magneto or, or whoever or that guy. That guy. Um, X twenty. 20- 
let's let's put it on a, a female actress. A, a that female. way, you know, you know what, we're not he's, he, people he's discriminating. Trying to make a change, <laughs> and I'm proud of him right now. You know, I'm maybe, proud of you. Maybe like a you know an Indian female. I'm proud um, of you. Yeah, with a sari, that could that could work. Let's. I'm gonna get in trouble. Let's keep. Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, just you know, in order for that to happen, uh, Singer said he wouldn't come back until he gets done filming. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, so if Marvel's going to move forward with him, it's going to have to be after post-production of that movie. Do we know when that's coming out? That I do not have on a release date for 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Gotcha. But, oh, it's, I, I forgot, I used to love that movie back in the day, the old Disney one. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, boy. Was, I, I didn't watch movie. it, I think I've seen it once, but, yeah, I wasn't that big into it. Excuse me. All right, so... Our next news story, a uh, little little Transformers news for you. Um, well, first of all, uh, it's officially titled now uh, Transformers 5. Uh, obviously, 2014 was Transformers Age of Extinction, but the new title for Transformers 5 is Transformers The Last Night. Ew. Yeah. Hey. What do you think? Uh, Last Night? Uh, sure, right. why not? I, I'm, I'm going to start right off the bat. I'm not a big Transformers fan. Especially uh, the latest one. <laughs> the, oh, you didn't like old Marky Mark? <laughs> I like Marky Mark, but uh, not in Transformers 4. That was a hot mess. But might be good news for the franchise. Uh, good old Josh Dumal, who plays uh, Colonel Will, a.k.a. Wild Bill. Um, he will be back All for... Right. Transformers right. the last night. He was obviously in the first three Transformers, was not in Age of Extinction, but yeah, he'll be back. What do you think about that? Oh, I'm actually pretty excited about that. Keeps everything in perspective, keeps the universe connected. Um, you know, it's just like, you know, I watched all four Transformer movies. The one thing I hated the most was no mention of any of those characters in the fourth one. In fact, it yeah. was like, what happened to them? All of a sudden, the opt- Autobots are all hiding from everybody there's not really an ex- explanation on why technically but i was just a little disappointed in that so it will make sense that where where he hopefully they tie into where he was at during yeah. the fourth one it would yeah be exactly awesome to do that. and to go along with that um old michael bay who directed the movie uh just actually i think it happened today teased possibly tyrese gibson coming back Really? Tyrese. Okay. Yeah, so um, he put it on his yeah, good. personal Instagram page today. I mean, the thing about it, though, I mean, <laughs> Age of Extinction, as terrible as it was, still made money. Yeah. Like, it's just insane that... Just name recognition. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, well, and you go... I, we keep go bringing this up, but Batman v Superman, you go, go to that. I mean, that has name recognition, and that... Again, I don't want to call it a failure because I mean it still made what eight hundred million worldwide, um, but it could have made so much more. Um, but Transformers is, it was way worse than <laughs> than uh, Transformers Four was way worse than Batman v Superman and it totally just banked. Um, but uh, but yeah, J- Josh Dumal in this. Definitely, he's like that's a great role for him. I mean, it's you know solid, solid performances in those movies for him. I mean, it's a you know kind of a generic character, Mm -hmm. but you know it works. So I I think it'll help bring it back, you know, to the to the beginning and 
help us to get over that mess of Transformers 4. Do you think we'll get a Shia LaBeouf? Uh, maybe a cameo, but I think he's he's done. Uh, I That cameo, that's even a stretch. <laughs> Just do it! <laughs> yeah, he, thinks, he seems to be in those indie... Uh, indie artsy fartsy movies which I like but you know it, this just doesn't seem like anything he wants to do at this point so I would be I, I would almost bet money that he would not be in it at all what do you think? No, uh, you know what I mean I guess I didn't really think from that that's perspective but I guess yeah you're right he's only been doing indies really haven't yeah. he? Um, what's his last main I don't even think his last main I can't think of his last mainstream movie I, I don't know was it Lawless? No, no, he, he was in uh, Fury. Yeah, with, Fury was uh, the last movie. Brad Pitt wasn't it the last one, pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah, but even in between that, I mean, there was yeah, like Nymphomaniac and stuff like that. Like it really off the wall. Uh, yeah, like I said, indie movies. So, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, again, I think he's totally done with it, but you never know. I just had a random thought. You were talking about Batman. How much did they make? At like eight, eight, eight hundred. Worldwide, Captain America has already surpassed yep. that two weeks. I know. <laughs> oh, that has makes yeah. Warner Brothers feel nice and cozy. And so that is sad. That is sad. But uh, but yeah, Josh Dumal and that. I'm I'm down. It it makes me gives me more confidence for for the newest one. But Mark Wahlberg's still in this one, so which is fine. But you know, yeah, we'll see. Well, uh, we shall see. Okay, I got a long quote to read in this next uh, next news article. Um, Andy Serkis uh, was talking a little bit about his Jungle Book movie, which uh, is slated to hit theaters October 19th, 2018. We're already talking about this. It was supposed to come out in 2017, but... Um, but uh, he was asked about his new movie, obviously John Favreau's movie, is number two at the box office still in its fifth yes, week? Yes, it is. <laughs> but when asked about his newest, uh, his new project in the Jungle Book movie, obviously he'll be starring and directing. He says, "Quote: Ours is for a slightly older audience. It's a PG-13, more a kind of apes movie, a slightly darker take, closer to Rudy Yard Kipling's. It's." I hope I said that right. <laughs> it's great to scare kids in a safe envir- environment because it's an important part of development and we all love to be scared as kids so we wouldn't overly protect them kids are so sophisticated and that is why our jungle book is quite dark it's a story of an outsider someone who is trying to accept the laws and customs of a particular way of living and then has to adapt to another culture a human culture which of course he should be able to adapt to because this is what he is so it's about two different species and their laws and customs and neither are entirely right but yeah main main uh, end quote but yeah the main uh part of that is he said it's quite dark so what are your thoughts on his comments about his take on jungle book well i mean it makes sense he's gotta do something different you can't have yeah. the, the after the success of this jungle book you gotta bring something different to the table um something that's gonna attract the audiences and you know what, man? Obviously, he's great at motion capture films, and he's always been a big part of those. So he knows the process. So it should be interesting. I think he's be very comfortable directing this movie. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm all for it. Make it darker. Um, yeah, I mean, 
Scare the kids. Let's yeah. do it. I mean, yeah, I would like to see a less kid-friendly one. I mean, because the Disney Jungle Book that just came out, I mean, there were some dark moments in that. I mean, there were some moments where you kind of jumped, and it was some uh, uh, intense moments. So uh, going darker than that, I mean, sure, Did why you take, not? you take your kids to that? Yeah, I took uh, my oldest. He's how'd he, six. How do you handle it? Uh, he, he actually was a little scared. Um Especially of of uh, the tiger and of King Louie, the monkey. So yeah, I mean, I'm very interested to see how how much darker they can go with this. And I mean, it looks like from what how he describes it, it's definitely going to be a totally different story. Um, it almost seems like it's going to be more how Tarzan is looking in the new previews for that. I okay. think it's going to go along along that. But hey, I buy this darker and scarier. Let's do it. I mean, I want something different. You know, I want his take on it. Don't want to see the same movie I just saw in 2016 that I saw in 2018 with this movie. I'm talking, you know, fu- I'm in the future, in future talking tense. in past I was tense. literally thinking, what are you doing <laughs> right now? So we shall see. Um, but yeah, I'm, I totally buy these comments and look forward to seeing it and hearing more news about it. I mean, I... I don't see how much better they can get with the effects, but I think they're going to be outstanding. I mean, he knows what he's doing with the motion capture mm-hmm. stuff, so should be interesting, especially his first Direct- movie as a director. Yeah, yeah. So seems like quite the big project, but hey, I am down. Um, next story I am pretty excited about. Um Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting super things prepared. Excited for I'm so excited about this. And five second pause. Uh, STX has landed the big prize at this year's Cannes Film Festival market, plunking down roughly 50 million for international international rights to Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. Uh, this. Tr- this story coming from Variety, uh, the true life crime drama will reunite Scorsese with Robert De Niro for the first time since 1995's Casino. Um, it will also mark his first collaboration with El Pacino. Uh, Joe Pesci may join the project, but the actor is not yet attached, according to sources. Um, Looks like Paramount will distribute the film, but uh, basically, The Irishman is based on Charles Brandt book "I Heard You Paint Houses," which is the deathbed confession from mob hitman Frank the Irishman Sheeran about his role in the disappearance and death of Jimmy Hoffa. Whoo, Brandon, what are your thoughts on this? Well, uh, that's a big cast if we can sign all those people. Why are you playing the guitar right now? Or are you playing? The you know, it just felt like a guitar moment. Uh, felt like a musical interlude was um, needed. You know, another name they said uh, circling the wagon. Harvey Keitel. Yeah, Harvey Keitel. Yep. Um, no, that 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 cast. No joke. They know how to do dramas. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they do some serious good. I mean, they, the way they play off each other, all those characters, or I should say, actors, uh, would be a good movie if it comes uh, to fruition. I'm excited. Yeah, it comes out. No, definitely. I mean, if you told me a movie was coming out with uh, 
Jimmy, oh, Jimmy, that's the name of it. I was thinking Jimmy from Goodfellas, which Robert De Niro played. <laughs> if you told me a movie was coming out with Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, El Pacino, and Harvey Keitel. Casino it, too. Yeah. Well, and, yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if you told me just that, there's a movie coming out with that, I would be like, okay. Um, I wouldn't jump on it right away because... Let's face it. I mean, these actors have had some flops lately. I mean, I De Niro. De, I seems, thought De Niro was your guy. Oh no, I love De Niro, but I mean, you y- you can't do you know, Dirty Grandpa just because you need the money. I mean, you gotta put out some some good stuff. <laughs> I mean, he's had his flops over recent years. Um, same like, with uh, Pacino and Pesci's been, I think, basically retired, and Keitel, you know, has just been in you know, little things here and there. Um, so, I mean, it, it doesn't really mean anything because especially since you just had, um, in I think in 2008, De Niro and Pacino played uh, in The Righteous Kill, which totally was ugh, just totally uh, did not meet anybody's expectations. So if you told me, you know, just then was coming up. That? Yeah, yes, he was. Fifty cent. So if you told me just the movie's coming out, I'd be like, okay, I, like I wouldn't be too thrilled about it. But to know that Scorsese is attached to this, while well, my microphone just fell right on my face, to know that Scorsese is attached to this makes this very encouraging. Because I mean, he. He has not put out flops lately. He is still going strong. He is putting out hit after hit, it seems like. I mean, obviously, I think Wolf of Wall Street was his most recent. Uh, he not, you know, Oscar nominated for that. You had Hugo before that, which is a little different from his usual movies, mm-hmm. but that still was a hit. Um, so, I mean, he's been year after year, uh, been putting out good movies. And, you know, he's worked with De Niro and Pesci. He knows how to use them. He hasn't worked with Pacino before, but you know he's proven he can use actors, uh, no matter how big. And he, you know he, I mean, Daniel Day Lewis doesn't need direction, but he directed him with De, uh, DiCaprio and made that work. You know he he just does everything. So I'm super excited about this. I think it's gonna bring back all these actors. It's kind of gonna be. I mean, they're getting up there. I think it might be kind of like their grand finale movie. <laughs> um, so I, I'm glad they're at least getting one last shot at it. Um, but uh, Pesci, I, I don't know. It sounds like he might not be in it. I've been reading a couple stories. He, you know, I think he's basically done with film. So we'll see about that. But hey, I'm glad this movie is now, you know, owned by a studio now, and it is will be made. So yeah. You know how much I love De Niro oh, and I love I my Scorsese movies. And oh, I know. So I'm excited. Bottom line. So, old Joe Pesci boy. Yeah, Joe Pesci. Yeah, he hasn't been in. I think I I want I can't remember if he they say he's retired or or what. But yeah, he. Ba- I think I don't think he's been in anything since like 2010 or something. So we'll see if he's in it, but. Even so, I mean, you got Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Harvey Cattell, and Scorsese all in a project together. I am thrilled. I can tell. Thank you. What do we got next? Well, we're going to take this next story with a grain of salt, but this is a story that's 
been circulating for a hot minute. Um, Mr. Daniel Craig. You might know him as James Bond. Yes. Bond. Um, and as a stormtrooper in Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Y- yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> what was it? 30 seconds of filming? Basically, minute, maybe? Yeah. I don't even know. Well, rumor has it that Mr. Daniel Craig, who's played James Bond in four movies over the last 11 years, is going to be hanging up his tux. Um, You know, just as you think about it, the person that he took over for Pierce Brosnan did four films. Yep. And retired at the age of 49 from James Bond. Daniel Craig is 48 and has done four films. Parallel. Parallel. Kind of weird. Uh, Supposedly, the story says um, Craig has turned down an offer of $100 million U.S. For two more movies. Holy moly. It also states that he was paid $55 million for the last four movies. <laughs> so they're literally going to pay him Robert De Niro money. Or Robert De Niro. Wow. <laughs> Got uh, De Niro Robert, on the brain. Robert Downey Jr. money. $50 million a pop almost for two movies. And he doesn't want anything to do with it right now, it says. So right now. Robert, this, Wait, Robert Downey Jr. $50 million a pop for his movies. Captain America. Oh, okay. Iron Man, he's making about 50 million. Now, Daniel Craig made 50 million a pop for James Bond or just 55 50 million total? For the last four. So, total, he made 55, 55 million for the last four. Yikes, yeah. And they're saying his the new offer is 50 million per movie. Wow. So, that'd be two two movies, look at him 100 mil. Um, that's a lot of money. That's to good walk math away from. right there. That's good job. Of, thank you. I have it written out on my paper. God, I hate you right now. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um,. I mean, what do you think? That's a lot of money to walk away from. But they, like they said, I mean, this is not something we, it's been floating around. They've already been throwing out names for different bonds. Um, so yeah. yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, because like you said, they've been throwing around names. I thought it was already a done thing that he was done. Done thing that he was done. Hey, take that. Use that, please. Um, yeah, because I mean, I've heard Idris Elba, Tom Hiddleston, mm-hmm. you know, names like that for... <laughs> The next James Bond, I, th- I thought it was a done deal, to be honest with you. But, yeah, to turn down that much money, I mean, he's, I think he's just done. I mean, there's got to be a point where you're just, you know, I mean, because what, the first one came out in 2006, so he's been doing it for 10 years now, you know, four four movies in 10 years. You know, maybe he just wants to go on to other things. I, I can't hate him for it. I mean, he gave us four pretty decent, you know, James Bond movies. I, I liked him as James Bond. Um, he might be my... F- I mean, you can, Sean Connery is hard to pass up, and I loved Roger Moore. I guess he's probably my favorite most physical James Bond. Yeah. Like the most physical aspect of James Bond. The more realistic version of James Bond. Yeah. I, I guess that's what, what I'll say. Um, but yeah, no, I, I absolutely love Daniel Craig as James Bond. Yeah, definitely. Um, I hope it's false. And like I said, take this with a grain of salt right now. It's not confirmed. Um, but this is the news that's uh, floating right now. So we'll find out for confirmation. I'm sure we'll get back to you guys again as soon as we find out. Um, yeah, so. We shall see. Um, I mean, we shouldn't see. I think, yeah, like I said, I think he's done with it. So, But yeah, to turn down that much money, holy crap. Two movies, I mean. Yeah. Oop. Okay, he must really hate. The- yeah. It's not like Marvel, the way they treat their actors, I guess, because they're all loving to come back and <laughs> yeah. work and work and work. So. That's true. Uh, maybe he just wants to go on to other things. So 
And again, can't hate him on it. Gave us four great movies. Best of luck to you, Mr. Craig. Absolutely. All right, what's next? Dwayne Johnson. We've been talking a lot, a lot about Dwayne Johnson. The Rock. Yeah, um, we've been talking about Dwayne Johnson um, a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. He's yeah, got his seems name like he's in like every week's movie history. producing, directing. He just did it. I, I didn't even bring it up, but CNN signed him to do something crazy. Him and Tom Hanks and one other person, some kind of stuff uh, for CNN. Oh, yeah. Some kind of uh, documentary or something. Yeah, so, I heard about that. Yeah, I can't he, remember what it is. He's literally tied in everything. Under Armour. His name's out there banking right now. Um, he's tied to another shared universe. So, uh, the 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 gentleman <laughs> who writes the Jason Bourne movies, or wrote the novels for Jason Bourne. Right. Uh, he's got another book series out, and before I move it, it is called... Paul Jansen. It's the Jansen Directive. It's another person, uh, Navy ex Navy SEAL. Um, bunch. Of, I think there's eleven books. Twenty seven books. Ludlum is the the writer, by the way. Twenty seven novels. It provides lots of material for Universal and its partners to draw inspiration from. So, why this is interesting news is because a cinematic universe with Jason Bourne. Very interesting. Um, how they can go about this is since it's in the world of secret ops and covert ops, you don't have to necessarily have them in each other's movies all the time. And you can just reference Jason Bourne's stories and his movies coming up and have a team-up movie a la Avenger style, you know, where they, yeah. they want to fight somebody together. But it's interesting. What do you think? I mean, could it work? I don't have to really explain stuff. Secret, secret covert ops. He's been working the same time Jason Bourne has. You got Jimmy Renner out there somewhere. I mean, could it, could it work? All three of them together? Yeah, together? I don't see why not. I mean, they're huge names. You got Matt Damon, G- uh, Jeremy Renner, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I still call him The Rock. I don't care. Um, yeah, it, it definitely could work. I mean, they they make money. They <laughs> you know they they sell tickets. Their name is on a project. They're gonna sell tickets. So yeah, it, it could definitely work. I, just I can't believe how many studios are doing this shared universe thing. I it's mean, just, everybody's copping Marvel. Man. I know. Marvel's it's, just you know, which we're gonna text, touch on the next story. But um, yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, he's literally got. He's not gonna ever. I think he's got a kid. Doesn't he have a newborn kid? When are you going to see your kid? Uh, yeah, I know he had Dang. a kid not too long ago. It's like, but when are you going to see your kid? I know. Um, but I'm yeah, sure he's him. actually got money and flies him, keeps him on set. Like, I know his group. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they're Oh, yeah, set. I'm sure. He's, he's a good dad. I, you know, Rocky, I love you. <laughs> you. If you smell. Yeah, I just saw him post something about Baywatch. and Baywatch, he's got Jumanji, yeah. which Jack Black and Kevin Hart. You yeah. Know, oh, yeah. Jack Black is attached to that now, by the way, guys. I know we talked about that before, but that just that might be cutting room floor. I don't know, but no, it's um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna surprise me on some cutting room floor stuff, but it's not even that good tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right, it's all right, it's um, all right, it's all right, it's all right. It's all right. Um, but but yeah, yeah, all this shared universe stuff, sure. I mean, give us something that's kind of you know cinematic, but like not like you know like comic book movies, or now you get the Marvel or the Universal monsters. Yep. Shared universe, and then and there's there, the a couple others out there. Yeah, Transformers. Supposedly crossing over. Men in Black and Jump. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, give us something that's more like, I don't know, like action movie. And like it's kind of like, you know, having like, 
uh, Terminator be attached to Alien? Like, not not that that is attached, I but like that's that's kind of how it is. I mean, so that's that's really cool to me. I mean, obviously that's totally sci-fi, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but I know what you mean. It's like yeah, just these action old action movies that we loved. Like, imagine that they were all in the same universe. So hey, I mean, make it. Make it available now, and we can all all enjoy it for years to come. So I, I totally buy this story. So, all right, all right, man. Well, hey, I'm playing with the mic. Here. Wow, this man. If, I mean, literally, I don't even know what's going on right now. I mean, this man's microphone smacking him in the hey, face. Hey, you know, falling off the thing. People, I apologize. I don't even know what's happening. Nah, right they they understand. Oh, they understand. All right, I like this next story. Let's let's hear it. Um, and attempting to uh, <laughs> share universes and build universes. Uh-huh. We've talked about this before. DC, so far, bad attempt mm-hmm. at sharing their universe. Um, they have appointed Jeff Johns and John Berg as co-heads of DC Films. Uh, they're going to be t- taking on a Kevin Feige-esque role for the studio company, which in turn means less Zack Snyder. Um, what do you think? Jeff Johns is in charge of the comic side. So okay. now he's going to be coming over to the film side, having more of a, a course-correcting um, pattern for him, and I mean direction. So what, what do you think about that? Obviously, I think that's I good mean, news. It's but. great, you know, comic-wise. Uh, you know, he's a lot of, not, obviously, knowledge of the comics, so you can get some accuracy in there. Um, but it's just being a film producer i mean it's he, i think the only other comic book movie he produced was uh green lantern um is that jeff johns yeah no yeah no don't okay why'd you tell me that horrible uh, horrible yeah, man. i'm not yeah, so excited so, anymore yeah it's uh i mean i think it's great that they're trying to you know stir things up and you know get this get us more excited about these dc movies because, I mean, let's face it, I mean, Batman v Superman, whether you liked it or not, it's a hot mess. Just not even just the movie, but just the st- stories around it. Just, it, I don't care. Like, I would say this if I absolutely gave it a 10 out of 10. I mean, it's it's a hot mess socially and just business-wise. So, yeah, it, it's great that they're trying to change things up a bit. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Like I said, the, this Jeff Johns, he did Green Lantern. Um, but, uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that was the noise I make when we need to make a bathroom break. But anyways, uh, what do you think about this whole DC well, producer literally thing? just killed my dreams with I know. Tommy. He made the Green Lantern. Um, all I can hope is he can just keep the keep it in the same universe sandbox. Everybody just keep, somebody needs to be on charge of who's making what with the right. movies. Keep it all connected, and uh, let's go from there. That's let's go from there. And speaking of uh, same sandbox, Harley Quinn Suicide Squad's not even out yet, but apparently the fellows over at Warner Brothers think that Margaret Robbie is doing such a tremendous job with it. They're already uh, talking a um, Harley Quinn spinoff. Um, here's the thing. More women talk, Ben. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be uh, a female-led cast, mostly. And it'll probably be the villain, female villains and heroes of DC. So we're talking about Batgirl, Black Canary, 
um, taking on, you know, you probably Harley Quinn. One could guess Poison Ivy. They're their best friends in the comics. Uh, Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. So something along those lines. Uh, Margaret Roby is really passionate about DC Comics now since she read them for, to get into the role. She's grown to like them a lot. Yeah. Loves going to the Comic Cons, which is always good to see the actors embrace characters like that. She loves it and she's really hyped on it. And supposedly she went to them with a script and um, they kind of like it. Yeah. So uh, what are your thoughts on her? I mean, I have mixed feelings. Man, my microphone today, crazy. I have mixed feelings about this because it's... My, my positive thoughts are that they've watched Suicide Squad and, you know, obviously I'm hoping it's great and that's why that they're and even announcing this now. Um, if it's gr- if it's not great but she's great in it, I, I just don't think they would announce it yet. Um, or it could just be that they're just so scared right now they're just trying to get any hype about anything going right now. Um, so I, I'm just kind of mixed on it right now. I want to be excited, but I want to see Suicide Squad first before that. I, I mean, it's just kind of strange that they didn't, they don't let us see Suicide Squad and then announce it. Well, so, I mean, like I said, I don't know if it's officially announced. Right. It's just out there and it's something that's floating. But yes, I get, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, are, are you... Oh, on the surface, are you excited? I'm, I'm about excited it? about it on the surface. Um, Birds of Prey, which was the name of the comics, with like Batgirl and Black Canary teaming up. Uh, great comic book story. It was a short-lived TV show. Um, yeah, I mean, anytime I can see uh, Margaret Roby, anyways, too, I'm uh, <laughs> excited about that. Um, yeah. So now we're at the point in the show. Um, actually, paper, uh, rock, scissors. Do you want to? Are we going to hit the old reviews? Or are we going to do the cutting room floor? Or well, actually, I, I had two more stories I wanted to bring up, <laughs> and then cutting room floor. Yeah, my bad. Look at look at me trying to uh, <laughs> overstep the boundaries. <laughs> Anyways, and, uh, it's just a quick story. We could almost put it in cutting room floor. But, uh, but uh, as reported by Deadline, a deal has come together at the 2016 Cannes Film Festival that will lead to Tetris oh, the Movie. Oh, gosh. Uh, and while the game may have originated in Russia, the movie movie will be made uh, by money from China. Um, so yeah, I, t- uh, <laughs> I, I I can't get through this without laughing. It's just very interesting. Wow. Uh, but uh, Chinese uh, uh, the film looks like it was mostly will be filmed in China with a Chinese cast, and it is described as a sci-fi thriller. And the first part of a planned trilogy with the first movie <laughs> the first movie having an eighty million dollar budget. Oh boy. What do you think about this, Brandon? Oh, I could say is Super Mario Brothers, the movie. <laughs> That's all I could say. Why? Uh, no. Why are they doing Tetris? With come see it live. No, what? Uh, no, not, I know. not don't agree with it at all. No. Uh, I really don't have any thoughts for it. I know. I'm usually the one that kind of, you know, will tolerate, that's not the word, but tolerate these ideas. Um, <laughs> no. And I just can't can't think of a positive out of this. It's just like, come on. We don't have to make a movie about everything. It's getting so ridiculous on 
I studios. I can't think of anything. Let's uh, get Paperboy and make it into a movie. Like, no, yeah. you don't have to just pick video games out. Make? Can you just come? I mean, seriously, this is just, it's getting stupid. What could they do with Tetris? Uh, I mean, we're in a hidden temple, and if you don't get the puzzles right, you're gonna die. I like, know. There's. I, don't know. <laughs> I know. There's more creative people than me, but come on, what can we do with Tetris? I, I Give me know. a break. I just. Hey, I, they, I love the game. Are they gonna have, I love the game. They gonna Don't have get me the wrong. Cool music playing in the background. Yeah, are they just going to try to fit things in different spots? But it's a sci-fi thriller. Oh no, this alien needs to go over here, but it does not quite fit. I need an L-shaped alien yeah. to fit wow. into this T-shaped alien. What the heck? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm literally at a loss of words right now. I, I yeah. don't buy. I no. sell. I'll sell that one, please. No, sell. not so much. Uh, just like I said, just wanted to quickly cover that. We'll talk about it. We'll, you know, we'll we'll let you know if any more news develops on that. Um, but uh, new music, uh, new music. Man, sorry guys. Uh, let's see here. So we have some Ocean's Eleven reboot mo- uh, news. It looks like Jennifer Lawrence is circling women-led Ocean's Eleven spinoff. Gotta love that, don't you? Uh yeah, uh, sure. I mean, no, I loved the Ocean Eleven movies. Uh, All female cast, Ben. <laughs> oh, that's why you said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Great. I I hope they. I just hope they go with some you know minority led actresses as well, because <laughs> I just you know women's lib and you know. Wow, we're losing. Oh, block. <laughs> we're losing podcast people as we talk. All right. Anyways, I'll I'll stop. But yeah, uh, <laughs> what do what do you think about uh, Jennifer Lawrence uh, in, in a female led Ocean's? I don't. It says spinoff in the title, but well, is maybe it, it's a spinoff or a reboot. I don't either. Or it's going it to be says spinoff off, in this article off an Ocean Eleven yeah, something. Right. One so, uh, yeah, I'm, gu- I'm guessing a women's it, it, Ocean's Eleven. is Sandra Bullock attached to yeah, that, too? Yeah, she is. Uh, Sandra Bullock, uh, the crime thriller... Thri- <laughs> the crime thriller <laughs> reboot has already landed its primary lead in Sandra Bullock. Uh, it now looks like another hot A-list could join the... A-lister could join the Ocean's Eleven cast. So obviously, Lawrence. Okay. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, so I yeah I didn't know. So it looks like it's maybe like Sandra Bullock uh, film, but I guess yeah. there'll be kind of a duo in it. I guess yeah, I don't know. But, but anyways, what are your th- initial thoughts I on mean, this? I, I'm excited about it if they do it right. I mean, I guess we're still waiting to find out if it's a reboot or a spinoff or right. or a continuation of something. But no, I mean the, Sandra Bullock can hold her own. She's proven she can hold her own in movies. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, she can hold her own in movies, and she's gorgeous. And Jennifer Lawrence, if you hear this, I love you. <laughs> and um, yeah, no, um, I'm. I'd be. Pretty, I'd watch it. Yeah, I mean, she, this would be another franchise she's in. I mean, you obviously got X Men and Hunger Games, and then you would have this. So I mean, she's an Oscar winning actress. You know, I'd buy. Let's see some trailers. That's what I. That's yeah. feel like that's my my tagline now. Let's see some trailers. You know, with no, these makes new sense. stories. Right there, we'll see. So. All right, so now we come to a show. Uh, come, come, to, to, come to the part of the show now. We started it last week, Cutting Room Floor. Stories that are somewhat important, maybe not enough to, for us to talk about and waste a lot of time on. Um, first story, we're not going to even talk. We're trying to say the story. Um, Patrick Stewart officially confirmed for uh, Charles Xavier and Wolverine 3. Confirmed. Sweet. back ass Professor Xavier. Chadwick Boseman, who played Black Panther. Chadwick. What I just say? Chadrick. 
Same. Oh, Sorry. You know, Go same ahead. Cutting room floor. Quick. Quick. Sorry. This dude. Uh, method acting. Did not break character the whole time he filmed on the set. Very intriguing. Very intriguing. Uh, producer Simon Kinberg. Producer Simon Kinberg um, revealed why Gambit got pushed back. Mostly script delays. Well, he forgot to also mention the two directors that left the movie before then. So, um, rumors. Hawkeye. Moon Knight, Blade, Ghost Knight, all being developed for Netflix or ABC series. Should be interesting. Hopefully it works out. Would love to see that. For sure. And the first spoiler scene from Star Wars fight scene, um, Luke and Rey fighting Kylo Ren and a bunch of his uh, Knights of the... Knights of Ren. Knights of Ren. Scene sounds utterly... Awesome. I know. Um, just basically uh, Ray fighting Kylo 101, Luke fighting all the rest of the knights, pretty much destroying them. <laughs> oh, and, my God. That, I get so, so giddy just thinking about uh, it. Yeah, so if you want to check that out, that is on, I don't even know what website that is. But, yeah, um, like I said, interesting story. Look it up. And that's all we have for the cutting room floor tonight. Definitely. Yes, so, yeah, well. I think we should get some music for that next time, maybe. Um, but yeah, cutting room floor, just quick news stories we want to just touch on. And we'll, again, if those become bigger stories, we'll certainly let you guys know. But uh, all right, so now we're going to do, me and Brandon both saw The Nice Guys, which comes out this weekend. Um, went to our uh, early screening for that. So we just wanted to give you guys a quick review on our uh, initial thoughts on it. Brandon, why don't you start us off? Um. Uh, as I touched on on my Instagram Instagram uh, Twitter account, Ryan Gosling, Russell Crowe played off each other awesomely. I mean, that was the chemistry between those two in the movie was awesome. Um, the little I forget the actress's name, but the girl that played mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling's daughter, yep, funny, cute at the same time. Um, loved her. Um, one thing I would say. As with any comedy, I felt like it kind of went a little too long. Uh, comedies, I don't think, are made to be as long as that movie felt like. At During the movie, I mean, how long was the movie? Two we, hours. I literally felt like it was a lot longer than two hours to yeah. me. And I was surprised when we got the movie what time it was. I was like, man, that was only that. But uh, certain comedies, I felt like it could have cut out a couple of stuff and hit the point. Um, yeah, but when, when uh, it was a great movie. Great, great acting. Storyline was pretty solid. A lot of laughs. The whole theater was laughing at the same time at a lot of stuff. There's a couple of jokes that me and Ben got. I don't think some of the, st- yeah. the audience got that me and him were laughing and nobody else was. There was a couple of older crack jokes that um, I, the lady sitting next to me, she was older. She was laughing at and I had no clue what they were referring to. But, right. Um, yeah, so entertaining. Um, very funny. Very funny movie. Your thoughts? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, takes place in the seventies, buddy cop film. Uh, Ryan Gosling plays a private investigator. Um, uh, Russell Crowe plays a kind of wannabe private investigator. He just kind of you know helps people, protects people for money. Um, just to give you a little background on the movie, and they both team up to try to find this missing girl. Um, but yeah, their their chemistry together, man, that was. Absolutely. Yeah, it was it was great, Un, uh, undeniable chemistry there. Um, but yeah, Ryan Gosling is a comedy star, man. He's he's definitely got some comedy chops in him. Uh, <laughs> he's 
he's great. And even Russell Crowe, I mean, you don't think he would be, you know, serve well in a comedy, but he, he did great. I think the standout performance was out of the two of them was Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I think I can, he, he I definitely can. stood out. Russell Crowe, I mean, great performance, but it was just more subtle. Uh, I'd say Ryan Gosling was more kind of uh, a little out there more, and his character was more interesting, I'd say. But yeah, great movie. It's great. I loved the 70s feel to it. Um, like you said, his uh, the girl who played Ryan Gosling's daughter was great. Like her, Some of the best moments in the film were with her. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, just great movie all around. It, it, when they were firing and all cylinders when they were really going with the comedy it was just they couldn't miss yeah it was just awesome to watch but then then that was kind of like in the first end of the first act of the film and then in start of the second act it kind of you know got a little slower and just kind of like okay kind of letting they were just firing in all cylinders and then they're just kind of bringing it down a little it kind of they needed to do something to boost that, but it still didn't take away too much. I think on on a second watch, it would you know, yeah, it would be a little better. Um, but yeah, I mean their their chemistry, they're definitely going to go bit down as one of the best duos ever. Definitely left it open for a sequel. Definitely, definitely left it open. Yeah, for a sequel. so I mean it, it was great. Um, very entertaining. Um, Kim Basinger, she. Her performance wasn't that great, but it uh, just fun factoid. It's her and Russell Crowe's first performance together. LA for, Confidential? Yeah, LA Confidential in, in 97. LA Confidential. That's yeah. for my R&B people. <laughs> ben doesn't even have a clue what the song that is. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it a lot. Um, I'd give it a 7. Uh, well, Initially, I said 7 out of 10, but the more I think about it and the more I want to see it, I, I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. That's exactly what I was well, going to say. 7.5 out yeah, of 10. Yeah, I mean, um, it was... Saw a movie. Um, it's one of those movies where if you didn't see it in the theater just because there's no cinematic effect for yeah. me, you could get away with seeing it at home. Right. And still have the same effect because it's just a comedy. Uh, there's nothing uh, cinematic that it brings to you where you have to see it in the theater. But um, if you have extra money... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 worth seeing the theater if you don't want to wait. I know you said it felt long, but I mean, was the pacing a little weird to you, where it kind of like drug at some points when um, they were I just honestly just I couldn't put my hands on it. But I literally remember looking at you at one point because I couldn't. My phone. We weren't obviously when you're at a pre screen for movies, the phones aren't allowed to be on. Uh, it's got to be absolutely quiet in there for uh, everybody to get the dialogue and be able to do reviews like we're doing right now. Um, I wanted to be like, dude, what time? How long have we been in yeah. there? Because it just felt like it was dragging. Not in a bad way. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's not like I was like, oh, this movie sucks. But yeah, I literally was surprised how long the movie felt to me. Um, but I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But yeah, I don't, I don't know yeah. if it was the pacing. There was, there's a lot of jumping around at some points. But hey, I mean, like I said, the comedy in it's well worth it. No, so. yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I said, I think on a second watch it would be great. Definitely, definitely will give it a second watch. Um, it's definitely worth that much, and it is worth worth going to see it. You know, for go, it's worth spending your money on. Let's say that. Um, so yeah, that's our review on the nice guys, and that is pretty much our show. Um, uh, as always, please follow us on Twitter at Blockbuster Cast. Follow our personal accounts at bccord at b s e c o r d. Brandon's is at big. Papa BB cast. Yes, it is. Um, and our uh, email us any questions, uh, suggestions, 
uh, feedback you have on the show at uh, bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us, and review us, please. We would really appreciate it. And we do apologize. We know that we've got some emails from some of you guys. We haven't been able to get to them on air like we usually do. I think next week we'll actually be able to get a couple. Um, So please keep those emails up. I know um, it gets hard. We do reply. We'll reply back to you. Not necessarily can we get it on every show, but we do reply back, and uh, we'll read a couple next week. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So, as always, we just want to quickly go over what's coming out this weekend and what uh, our predictions are for uh, the box office top five um, coming out this week. Because it's got some you competition. Know, some, yeah, competition for Captain America. Yeah, three big titles. Uh, you got Angry Birds the movie, which real quick I went to a, a early screening for that. Um, I took my son to see it. He's six years old. Uh, it, it just, it, it's not a good movie. Uh, it's just, um, it, there's like no, you don't, there's no connection with the characters. It's just, I mean, cause I mean, I, I, I'll watch a kid movie and enjoy it with my son, but this movie, I just, I was hoping he would turn to me and say, Hey daddy, are you ready to leave? He never did, but he he enjoyed it. He says so. It, it, your kid might enjoy it, but I would never spend my money on it. Um, Angry Birds, the movie, um, Neighbors Two: Sorority Rising with uh, Seth Rogen and uh, Zac Efron, and then obviously the Nice Guys comes out. All right, Brandon, where do you think the box office will fall this weekend? It's gonna be a little bit closer than I think, but I think Captain America holds on number one. Okay, unfortunately. I agree with you, the Angry Birds thing, but I think it's a kid's movie. It's going to knock Jungle Book out. I think Angry Birds, just because of name recognition, kids will be number two, which disappoints me to say this, but I think Nice Guy should be number three. But I just think, I'm on my mindset, popularity and stuff, I think Neighbors 2 will be third. Okay. Give me Nice Guys 4, Jungle Book wraps it up at five. So Captain America, Angry Birds, Neighbors 2, Nice Guys, Jungle Book. Hopefully I'm wrong, and Nice Guys is, would, I would love it to see it be two or three, but I just don't think it's going to Yeah, so you have, uh, you have Captain America, Angry Birds, Neighbors, Nice Guys, yes. Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's pretty close to what I, I'm, I'm just flip-flopping Neighbors and Nice Guys. I think Nice Guys... I'm, I'm gonna say. I hope so. Um, no, yeah. I would love for that to be the case. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I, <laughs> I would love for it to be actually Mainly. over Angry Birds because Angry Birds is a disgrace. Yeah, it's just kids. That's the only reason it's gonna. I think just because of the kid factor. No, yeah, definitely. Like we said, I mean, we've already seen it earlier this year. I mean, you had Kung Fu Panda was sticking around there in the top five forever. Zootopia. Zootopia. Now you got Jungle Book. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you there. So, yeah, I'm going to go the same exact list, uh, except for flip-flopping yeah, neighbors and nice guys. nice guys, just to kind of be different, and, you know, hopefully I'll be right. I hope you're right, um, too, actually, to be honest with you. Uh, so, yeah, that is our show. Again, thanks so you guys so much for listening. Um, just a quick shout-out, again, want to thank uh, our guest last week, Vinny Melantino. Did a great job uh, doing a guest spot. Hope to have him again soon. Um, let us know uh, your feedback on that. And uh, we'll we'll hopefully have some more guests to come. Any final thoughts? Yeah, Brandon? I just want to give a shout-out to our fellow podcasters, too. I know some of them reached out and shot some DMs on, on, um, on Twitter to me. Just want to give you guys a shout-out. You guys know who you are. 
Um, maybe we'll work something out one day where we can have you guys phone in. We'd love for that too. We've talked about that. So, uh, Potter and family, thank you guys. And, uh, thank you to all of our fans that listen every week. And, uh, we just head over 2000 on Twitter. Yes, sir. So please yep. keep, uh, please keep, uh, showing us the love we yep, appreciate it definitely just almost to 2500 so yeah thanks guys so much for the support and uh we'll definitely be talking some movies next week got some big releases again uh uh next weekend as well so that is our show we'll see you guys next week maybe uh, bitch and then we'll be more female friendly <laughs> <laughs> that's right uh you never know uh it's my time of the month so i think that's why i was so nice all right guys we'll see you guys next week we'll see you at the movies